What is up? Welcome to another Shared Screens review. On the docket today, we have Shrek Fiomi, a dope-looking indie title. And here to here as part of Shared Screens to discuss everything Shrek Fiomi, we have Bo and lead reviewer Brett. I am Austin. Hello, but how you doing, guys? Good. Excellent. Ooh, excellent. I like that. Are we ready to talk about some samurai today? That'd be kind of kind of cool. I'm ready. Hell yeah. Let's do it. All right. Awesome. So there will be a TikTok up. Uh, TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> Shortened version of this review up, up on Tip Top <laughs> TikTok. So give that a view over there. Go over there. It'll be a shortened version, a minute, minute long version. And I'll get your kind of like the Cliff Notes version of it. I know that's useful for a lot of people. Make sure to like, comment, share, subscribe, all that stuff on TikTok and on YouTube. I know you, it's not the same thing. Subscribe, it's follow on TikTok. I've, I'm acting like a, like a 90 year old man at this moment, but that's, that's okay. So, Trek to Yomi, Brett, you gave it what for a rating? What is the number you gave this game? Uh, I gave, I, or I, I give this game a three out of five. Okay. So, so a six. Yes. Okay. Six. That's six for the rating. So Bo hearing six just off the cuff. Does that make sense to you? Is that outrageous to you? What do you think? No, it, it makes sense. And I feel like once we kind of get into the weeds of it, um, for me personally, I was on the fence between a, either a two or a three. Um, and I, I still feel like my opinion can change by the end of this review as a whole after I hear y'all's thoughts. Um, but I don't want to get too deep into the, the weeds of it yet. So I'll just I'll say I, I understand. I don't know that I completely agree, but I understand. I do want to say that we're workshopping this scale. So our scale is a 20 point scale, not <laughs> not the one through five. So the, the two or three. So if it was on a 20 point scale, like a one, 1.5 and two, 2.5, you understand. Would it, does a six sound right to you if you were to put it in our scale, Bo? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 A, a six, maybe a, we'll get into it. I, I still, I'm still formulating my thoughts. Sure. And, and we got to remember too, because I do this all the time, even with reviews from other outlets, like this isn't like um, a D or whatever, mm-hmm. like, you know, in the American grading scale, this is a six out of 10, which is more than half. So it's still in that good category. But as oh. we get into it, we'll discuss what, makes it good and what makes it not so good yeah absolutely yeah i think personally six totally makes sense i think with my experience with it and my experience i didn't complete the game i am maybe four and a half five hours in i got to before without spoiling too much there was a choice that i mm. that there's like three choices you can make i'm a little bit past that if that means anything to you too does that mm-hmm. does that make sense okay yeah yeah so I'm a little bit past that. Uh, at the beginning, I was playing on easy, and I'm like, this is really easy. <laughs> like, this is really easy. So I bumped it up to medium. It took me a little bit to get used to that. But yeah, 6, 6.5 is kind of where I was trying to kind of hovering around. So 6 totally makes sense to me. Okay. Yeah, to go on the difficulty discussion, too, I don't know if this is out of turn, but no. I played it on normal, and for most of the... Most of my experience, I I really didn't have any difficulty. But then there were a couple like different like I don't know what you would call it checkpoints where like you would spawn in. There'd be like eight dudes shooting their like little gun barrels at you, and like you like I literally was like, okay, I have to like do attack it this way, this way, like very specific. Otherwise, like you just get stun locked and then you're dead. So normal felt like pretty on point for the most part. I'm. I might go for all the achievements and I know you got to play on like Ronin and uh, uh, further on. And so that would, that would be, that would be an experience for is sure. That, but, is, is that too credit of the game though? Like you want to get all the achievements or whatever? You're, yeah. You're I mean, 
the length of the game is it too arduous and then the collectibles are pretty simple like i didn't look at a guide for the collectibles and i got like 70 percent of them just by being thorough with checking all the little corners and stuff so um i feel like with that in mind i think it's not too bad okay yeah. before we before we break the bank for uh brett's thoughts on the entire game bo just your cliff notes version what do you think of the game what do you think of trek yomi it was a roller coaster of emotions throughout the game I, I beat it on normal i did not know that i could change the difficulty if i had known that i probably would have bumped it down during a few bits um i feel like well, the presentation is you, you can but it boots you back to the, like the last checkpoint i think I, mean, if I, remember. The, I only did it once but yes that would have been fine in yeah. certain points um i feel like the presentation is really carrying this entire game i feel like the totally the gameplay itself was extremely hit or miss for me and i feel like we'll get into the more specifics of the gameplay later um but in terms of the difficulty spikes like this was one of the first games where i was confused like did i accidentally bump it up in difficulty because there'd be if a level is eight or if a chapter is like 10 checkpoints you get through the first eight completely fine and then checkpoint nine for some reason i'm banging my head against the wall and then checkpoint 10 is a cakewalk and then it just resets um I was disappointed, but I also wasn't sure what I was expecting. I just knew game pretty, and game game is very totally. pretty. But beyond that, uh, there wasn't much for me to to grasp or to, to cling yeah. on to. Yeah, I think they they knew what they were making in the sense of how they them leaning into the visuals. I think mm -hmm. they knew the product they had, and were like we got we got to knock us out of the park. We're we got to sell sell this game this way, and they totally did that with the trailers. Like as soon as I saw the first trailer, I was like, I'm in. I want to try this game. So, so yeah, I, I totally agree. I think the visuals are the best thing in this game. I don't think, I don't think anything in here is egregious. I don't think anything in here is like, oh, ah, Boma. Okay. Yeah, I just, if, we're, if I want to get into it, the combat is, at times, like I wrote in my notes at one point, like, oh, well, maybe you just have to get into the flow state because there'd be times where I felt like I was in the flow state and, you know, just mowing people down. Like if I need to get from left to right, it's like, uh, what a hot knife through butter just no resistance i i am a samurai i am clearing people down and then there are other times where i would say if there are seven chapters in the game i'd say around chapter four i unlocked one combo and as soon as i realized oh this can take out everyone in the game like it's so fast that i can kind of stun lock people and then also um like the finisher at the end of it you can get some health back and it just it's a guaranteed kill I didn't see any reason to not use that. Like anytime I got frustrated, I remembered, oh yeah, I could just spam this and then I would and it'd be fine. Here, um, here's here's my issue. I could not do finishers. I don't know why. I don't know if I just wasn't doing it right. Like I, you have to like parry them and then it, and then hit R1, right? Is that how well, you there, do it? There are some combos where you can end with a strong attack and then that will leave them vulnerable so you can go in with a finisher. But to your, like, to your point, I stopped parrying because it was so inconsistent. And even when I did hit the parry, I feel like the time slowing down after you you actually successfully hit a parry, which to me felt like a crapshoot. Mm. Um, yeah, I couldn't. It just I couldn't. Took me out of the flow I, of it. I thought it was on me. Like I thought, because I'm I'm always historically bad at parrying. Like it's just not something I'm good at. I can't ever get it down. I'm 50-50 every time I play a game, and every time I thought I was getting it, I was not. And every time I, I I get through like a chapter, like you said, I'll get through like the first like eight or nine checkpoints, and then I get to I find one where I for some reason it's not only hard, I can't parry at all, and I'm mm. just like. Is it just because of the difficulty? Like, are they just coming at me to where I can't do it? And they introduce early on this thing where if you just try to parry from, like, either direction, you'll just kind of, like, turn. And, like, that helped a little bit. But, like, 
yeah, it didn't it didn't help enough <laughs> for yeah. me for me to get it down. So yeah. Um so you 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 would say the combat is egregious. Or just, just at moments. Just at moments. I mean if if 90% of the game is running around and hitting things, I would like the hitting to feel good. Sure. And in the beginning it did, but the more I tested things out, the more I like I would unlock new things, I would try it out and realize, well, this is not nearly as good as what I've been using for the last two hours. Um and the reason I am spamming this one effective move is because everything else feels so like like you can get stun locked very easily. You're not exactly sure when you're stunning an enemy or if you're just slicing through or if you're completely whiffing. Um, like I said, the parry feels inconsistent. And when you do hit it, the slowdown afterwards just feels unsatisfying. Mm -hmm. um, totally the ranged cool. attacks uh, felt like the, the shuriken felt not great. The cannon felt way too long. Like if I wanted to yeah. use the cannon at any point, I this why would is I do the kill that? shot and nothing else. Like this is the I'm done with you. I'm moving on. Like that. That's that's yep. what that is for me. Um, and then the bows yeah. and arrows. Where if there was ever a point where I like was trying to use the combo on this person, but they would just interrupt me out of nowhere. Just stay back. Hit them with the arrows. Move forward. Don't think about it. Um, the arrows became my. I'm just gonna mash this button to get through this. <laughs> like I, I, just, I, I guarantee you, that is not how that is designed to be used. But it was like there's like three or four people left. I'm, I'm exhausted in this moment. I was like, foof, foof, foof. and I'm like, I maybe, ha I maybe have one guy left. I'm like, okay, now this is more doable. I'm out of arrows, but I can, I can kill this one man. <laughs> like I got this. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. just, it never felt satisfying to me. Or it, it did in the very beginning as I was figuring things out, and then once I figured it out, I just, I lost interest. Okay, I do want to cover one more thing before we take Brett off the bench. So, the combat, questionable at best, right? Like, it, it's, it, I don't think it ever hits its mark or full-on goes. Like, it's going on all cylinders. That never, that never happens. You don't feel, like, like you said, like the flow state. Do, they, do you think they knew that with these very, very forgivable checkpoints? Because I feel like the checkpoints are really forgiving, and I feel like because, like, I never felt like even if I went in, got really far, and then died and went all the way back, I didn't feel like all the way back was that far back. Like, I felt like th they were very forgiving checkpoints for me personally. But also, I'm only five hours into the game, so maybe, th maybe that gets worse <laughs> as it goes. But I was going to say, there's one checkpoint in my head that I remember I would get maybe one person left. I would be out of arrows, out of all of my, uh, out of all of my cheese, and I would just get cheap shot or and again i'm not saying that i'm great at the game but like things that i felt unfair like there are moments where um and i'm not directly comparing this to elden ring but like there are moments in elden ring elden ring where i get cheap shot or whatever and i'm like upset but i feel like well that's that's the game like i just gotta deal with it and i've i know what i've signed up for and to some level i know that there is fairness within there i never felt that with um with okay. with trek to yomi so I feel like if they knew that the aesthetic was their strong point, their selling point, maybe they didn't care how it felt rather than how it looked. Like my girlfriend was on the couch with me as I'm playing most of it. She's like, this looks incredible. This looks amazing. And I was like, I wish I could tell you how horrible this feels. Mm -hmm. So I feel like they went in, like maybe not the people holding the controller were making the decision on, oh, this gameplay feels good, more, you know, the the people and I feel like that went into the the pacing of the game. It's a very fast paced game, um, story wise. So maybe that's what the they're trying to help with the checkpoints in that regard. But I also it didn't help. Like I 
anytime I would die and then go back to not that far away, like I, I didn't think, oh, well, at least I'm not that far. It's okay. I just want to be over. Like, I want this to be over. I think for me personally, I think it did help in the sense that I kept playing the game because there's a lot of punishing like games where like, I'm just like, this isn't for me. I'm done. Like, I I don't want to suffer through this. But with Trekdiomi, I felt like I never was like punished to the sense where I had to do all of this over again. Like, I never felt a super bad checkpoint that was like discouraging to me on screen. But yeah, yeah, I I totally get that. That's fair. Okay, Brett, wherever you want to start, please take it away. Could be bad, could be good, whatever you want. All right, let's start with the bad, and then we'll we'll work our way back to the good, just to end on a high note. Love it. Um, so I just wrote this in, like, I just wrote this out, and then obviously we can expand upon it, and you guys have already talked about it a little bit. But uh, the, the jank with the combat is what I wrote down. Um, uh, Bo put it really great, I think, where, like, you mentioned the flow state, where uh, the rhythm of the combat was, like, it felt like it kept changing the pace, where, like, uh, you would be slicing through dudes left and right, and then you'd encounter enemies that would take multiple hits, and then that kind of slowed the pace down. Same thing with the parrying. Um, I don't know what it was. Sometimes the window felt so wide to parry, like... Literally before the the dude would even pull up his sword and you hit block and then they attack and then it does that slow-mo parry. That was like, but then other times too, like right before their blade hits you, you go to block and nothing happens and they just whack you and you're like, and then you get stun locked and then that all happens. Uh, the parry windows a lot of times too felt too wide. Like you would parry and then like, it would be like five seconds of like the dude like pulling his sword back and I'm like, oh, I have this much time. Like, it, it, it divvied up so much between that fast-paced combat and that like kind of slow, methodical combat with the parry, just so frequently that um, that it, it was hard to like get a rhythm. Like I would, it would take a while to build up for whatever like rhythm the game was in, but it just was odd that it kept. It felt like it kept switching up, like how you had to play the game with with in terms of rhythm. Um, it it uh, felt like it felt like it didn't find its rhythm like they didn't like they didn't know that and that's almost and this isn't a this isn't a positive thing but it's almost like as if they knew that in a way and that's why they kind of gave the parry a forgiving mechanic but it doesn't stay that way like it i, I wish if, if it was if it was gonna have a forgiving parry cool like i, I can live with that and go, go throughout the game and just play on like a harder difficulty if i want like if i want that challenge or whatever like i'm mm-hmm. I'm cool with the parry being easy especially when i on the show i was like i suck at parrying like let me just feel like a boss for for, for a game okay let me do that so like i would have been okay with that but yeah the rhythm is never it's never yeah it's just kind of all over the place yeah and then just to stay in the combat zone here the the lack i wrote the lack of intricacy in combat uh Bo mentioned too like he had that one combo like i just did the up attack little two swipe combo mm-hmm. the entire game where they would attack me i would parry and get a hit in or just block do two swings and then just reset and wait for them to swing again and that's pretty much all i did the entire time i, I never felt like i had to learn anything more uh with the what is it the shurikens they were good initially and then like they it never felt useful to use it maybe post chapter three yeah. because some of the shurikens early game could either kill or significantly stun enemies. And then after that it would stun them a little bit, but it really wasn't worth it uh, to 
waste them. The bow was my go-to. Like you would get four bow and arrows, either one shot somebody or stun them significantly, free allow, allow you to, to come in and clean up. Um, so yeah, to go along with like the, the rhythm of the combat, I felt like the combat, like it was fun. It was like fun unlocking the combos and everything. It just like, I don't know. Anytime a game has combos like that, unless like I, I love the game or like play it a, a, enough where I need to memorize combos. I never like really bother with that. And, and with the, the little up double swipe, I, I really didn't have to. So, uh, I felt like they could have obviously worked more with that in terms of um i don't know if this makes any sense to you guys but when some of those uh enemy samurai or, or bandits or whatever would do the side swipe that was the one i had the hardest time blocking let alone parrying i don't know what it was about with the timing or whatever but like i you know adding some intricacy to what you needed to use to attack and block i felt like could have really added more depth to this game that yeah, uh, I that it needed i found myself like almost adding a level of difficulty on my own because i was like i'm gonna try doing something different like i'm just gonna sprint and try that weird slice thing when you like at the end of your sprint or whatever and that would work for like six enemies in a row and i try to do it on like a group of people and i just get destroyed yeah so does anyone else if you get hit like three or four times that you felt like was full did you just stand there and let yourself die because i did that several times <laughs> Where I'm like, nope, I'm redoing this. <laughs> the game really discourages any form of experimentation or yeah. intuition where you think like, That's oh, really this like this big enemy in my head will take a lot of heavy attacks to take down. But if I'm doing the same combo that I'm using on the little guys and that works, then I feel discouraged from trying it. Like any of the more extended combos, like mm -hmm. like Brett, like you, the, the up combo, um, like I was using the what up up and then heavy attack so there was just two really quick moves and then go for the finisher like there's no i don't know I, I i wish that there was like you were saying some deeper level of complexity because i would get something and i'm like oh something new thank right. god something to change up the gameplay a little bit and it just didn't yeah, yeah. um it never it never felt good like it, it might have changed the gameplay if like it felt good to play to use that that combo but like uh -huh. it, it, it doesn't present it in a way where it's like, eh, I don't know. I just I feel more comfortable just doing the the, the up down thing or whatever. Yeah, I just find myself doing the one two and then the whatever the combo was where you do like a slightly slightly longer lunge at hmm. the end. It was like square square triangle square maybe some something along those lines. Um. Yeah. I I definitely when you talked about getting hit four times, like it would either be yeah like I was already at mid health or whatever before that happened or like. Um, and I'll get into I'll I'll just jump into this now I guess um, uh, some so the we'll get into it later the visuals are gorgeous but sometimes it was hard to tell what was going on so a lot of times with the combat like depending on the environment or the shadows or what enemy you're facing they would do some crazy attack where they attack like four times in a row and I just didn't I couldn't tell what was happening and so it was one of those attacks where like they would attack you a couple times and then i get hit and then i'm like okay i'm ready to go back in or reset and like they just would keep going after me and i'm like am, am i facing the right way like or so sometimes sometimes that 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 did play a role so yeah sometimes it was hard to see now granted like this game is pretty linear obviously so it wasn't too bad but like even exploring like some of the village parts i'm like oh am i going like i was always trying to check all the sides side paths for going on the main path now this happens in every video game so it's not solely to this 
game. But like, I was always like, which is the side path before I go to the main path? Because I do not want to get locked off of whatever that's, collectibles yeah. and stuff. That's me in every single game. And when when I go to the wrong one first, and they're like, you can't go back. I'm like, son of a, like, I, damn it. Yeah, that's <laughs> the worst feeling. And and this happened a couple of times where I would go down a path. And I'm like, okay, I've, I've gone three different turns here. I'm going to go back and check. And it's like, oh, yeah, like that village had just one side little hut. And that was it. Okay, cool. Going on. I did the same thing. Um, I did the same thing. So yeah, it was just it was just hard to tell where where to go in some of those spots. Um, sometimes you have to push like a wheelbarrow or whatever. Uh, a lot of times too. Again, this isn't like a really a problem, but like you'd have sometimes you'd have two paths to 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 go through through the chapters, and one of those paths had like an environmental attack where you could cut down logs, cut, do whatever light a brazier that would like burn somebody or whatever and i just would pick the wrong path fight the dudes normal and then i would check the other path i'm like oh okay like i it was just hard to tell like not i don't know how you would actually fix that or like implement it but it was like oh yeah like if i could have done all the environmental stuff i would have just because it would add variety to how i was taking out all these dudes but sometimes the visuals yeah were a little little murky but i don't i don't remember what game i was playing but there was a game where it, it would like have branching paths like that and then no matter which one you went to first it wouldn't let you go to the end so it would force you to go back and then whatever the next part was no matter what it was it would just move it to whatever path and i don't remember what game that was but i was like that's a way to fix it as long as it like you know makes sense but yeah yeah I mean, even outside of the exploration i feel horrible that i'm harping on the gameplay so much but like like or the combat specifically but there were some moments where and I kind of do fault the the art style because you can tell that they're trying to go for this very artsy, good-looking shot. And it's cool as a still, but when you're trying to play, and for some reason they do this thing where since you're on a 2D plane and they'll have multiple enemies coming at you, they'll have some enemies step off of the actual like combat plane. like So they'll be in front of the... the I don't know. I'm, I'm making hand movements. I apologize for any audio listeners, but... Um, like they'll be in, in the foreground or the background and then they'll step into the actual combat plane and engage you that way. But when the camera's fixed and you're inside of a place and they're trying to do the cool, you can see through the, the door, or you can see through the window and everything's kind of obscured, but you see the silhouettes and it's really artsy. You can't tell who you're fighting in that case. So you'll see someone right in front of you with, oh, because they're actually, uh, they're closer to the screen than they are further. It's It's just, I understand what they're trying to go for, but like, in some cases, I just I wish I could move the camera just a little bit, mm. or like have enemies get highlighted when they're actually on the plane of battlefield. Just some something else, something extra, rather than forcing me to like move all the way to the side of one screen, corner myself so that I can actually see who's coming at me. Mm-hmm. I feel would like a you... lot of this game, that included, sorry, would is so much cooler in concept. Like let me let me mm-hmm. explore these paths. This is a dope art style. You're a samurai, just getting revenge. Like that's that's been done before, but like it's still freaking dope. Like every time I hear it, like just in theory, I'm like, yeah, this game sounds amazing. And mm-hmm. I don't feel like it completely nailed any of it, which is kind of sad to say. Um, yeah. To to go back like to the beginning of your y'all's initials impressions, I know the developers who Flying Wild Hog had worked on this game and people had given feedback on the combat and I guess they either didn't listen or couldn't implement it properly or whatever, but it seems like they were all in on the visual like style and concept. 
Um, and uh, so, uh, so yeah, jumping to the good, um, I I did say the cinematography. I I know it was annoying sometimes in the combat, but I feel like more often than not, at least in my opinion, the cinematography was like outstanding. Like so many times, like even in the combat too, but like those interstitials when you're like traversing from you know chapter to chapter or like combat piece to combat piece like i was just blown away by all the visuals that they were able to pull off with this game um what what did you guys play this on i played this on an xbox series s so i didn't play it on the x or the ps5 ps5 was for me and i took screenshots and that means the game is pretty because i don't do that so yeah pretty game (laughs) yeah Yeah, what about you I played on the Series S, and I was also taking screenshots, and I very rarely take screenshots. Exactly. There's been so moments like, where, like, I'd be very frustrated with the game, and then you go over a bridge, and there's a waterfall there, and you're like, oh, I needed this. Oh, I needed this. Okay, thank you. This was nice. So, yeah, so... Okay, I, I want to say, say one thing, because before we get into all the good, I, I think... I have a theory that if they would have changed one... Maybe, maybe, it's one aspect, but it, it covers a lot of it and would have taken a lot of work. What do you think if they leaned into this game being more horror-esque, if it would have helped? Because I know a lot of horror games have janky mechanics. Like, it's more about kind of, like, running away and getting just getting from point A to point B, in a sense. And I feel like if they focus more on, like, a horror element to this, like a horror samurai game, I think that would have helped it overall. Because I feel like I would have been more forgiving of the, the intricacies of the combat, like you put, Brett, in these moment moment to moment gameplay moments because I'd be like I, I I gotta go I gotta get I gotta get through this point and like I gotta fight these people because there's there is a there is a segment in the where you're fighting people and you're you're going against the clock because the bridge is like collapsing behind you and I was like I really like that segment because I got stuck on one dude near the end and I'm like no let me stop oh my god <laughs> so that like as I was mad in in a way I enjoyed it because like it, it made me kind of like think and like compose myself and like. Like, I, okay, I got this. This guy's kicking your ass. Just take a second. <laughs> and I got literally, like, I maybe survived by, like, half a millisecond. Like, I was running, right, when it was, like, falling by my feet. Um, yeah. So, what do you, do you think horror, a horror, a stronger horror element would have saved this? And by save this, I mean better. <laughs> I don't mean, it's a nine now. No, honestly, I think, it, like, if out of ten, if I am hovering around a five or a six right now, I think them leaning into a strong horror element, or not even full-on horror, just uh, dark weird. fantasy. Yeah, just weird. Make it weird. Yeah. Um, a lot of my notes were, I feel like the like the waterfall over the bridge or whatever, I feel like those moments are so few and far between a lot of samey environments. Like, you can only make a village burning look interesting <laughs> for so many hours, you know? Sure. So when, and I also, this this is more just how I start playing games where I'll see a trailer and be like, that looks cool. I'm going to look away because I know that I'm in and I don't want to see anything else. I, I didn't know that Yomi was the Japanese afterlife. So when uh, we go into the, the spirit world or whatever, I was like, oh, I was not expecting this. This is cool. And then I still felt like they had some of the same environments. Like if they went full tilt into we're going to get weirder and weirder and weirder, that would have given me something to to go or to keep me motivated to keep yeah playing. i feel my i feel my critical eye would have been a little more forgiving because if, mm-hmm. if it had this uh, this other lens this other aspect to it which is like driving me to get from point a to point b even if the combat's a little meh i feel like i, I don't know i feel like i would have enjoyed it more and maybe i would have finished it <laughs> going into this review but i was like no i'm good <laughs> yeah. um yeah so going to yeah the cinematography i felt was amazing i 
I know like Bo oh. said there's some repeating environments, but I felt like for most of the part, like most of the game, it, it was it was amazing. So I definitely took away uh, that. So um, I wrote in the good, but I'm not like fully sold on this. And I want to hear your guys' thoughts. The story. What did you guys think about the story? Oof, I disagree. <laughs> from what I from what I got, which wasn't very far, it seemed very. I could have writ- written this game in ten minutes. Like from what I got to, okay, because I don't want to just bash the writers, but it was very one note in my opinion. Yeah, I completely agree. I, th- I and I. Half of me is holding out hope that like this was adapted from some folk tale where like the the they are adapting a very basic story because there are a, I think four named characters like there are four named characters. I don't even remember the the Hiroki is that yeah Hiroki is the mm-hmm. main character. There's Aiko, there's Kagiro, and there's someone else. I know there's a fourth name, but <laughs> um. Sanjuro, like, Sadatame. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sanjuro, the, um, that's Aiko's dad slash the sensei from yep. the, yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. in the opening chapter. Him, as I saw him, I'm like, you're going to die. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. It's like, it's extremely <laughs> so, predictable. Yeah. But at the same time, like, like I wrote in the beginning, I'm like, I care about Aiko. And as I finished the game, I'm like, why? Why <laughs> did I care about any of them? Like, Hiroki is so unlikable. Even toward the end, in my opinion, where, like, I feel like the the lesson he should have learned, like, he's denying that up until the very end of the game where he's like, no, I've done the right thing. I've done the right thing. And then it ends and he's like, I've done the right thing. <laughs> and, like, I'm like, okay, so no, we have seen the tangible, like, we know factually you did not do the right thing, but if we're still, I just, I don't know. And I, I, the story didn't seem like it was, they were trying to hammer in the story. Like, it didn't seem like that was... I felt like I wasn't supposed to pay attention. Yeah. But because I I liked Aiko as a like the the leader of the the village in the beginning, so I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm paying attention. Like and mm. I hate making this comparison because they're very different games, but like with Ghost of Tsushima, mm. like I was not going into that game expecting to care about the side characters, but I did. Mm. And or like uh I don't The Witcher is a very old comparison, but I'm trying to think of likable side characters from recent memory. Mm. Um it just didn't do it for me personally. So, yeah. So you actually said that my exact words were, um, I wrote the story. It's like good, but it's very tropey. And going into it, like my expectations weren't for a super engaging story. So for this kind of game, for my expectations, and it's like, oh, it's a classic like revenge story. And then, yeah. So to me, like, yeah, it didn't like blow my mind but it was like okay like you know i can again this game's like seven hours eight hours so for what for the length of the game i was like okay i can like buy into you know your uh young samurai your master dies blah 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 revenge so for me that worked but again my expectations weren't like to i wasn't expecting a witcher level story or ghost of tsushima level story so for that it was it was fine i understand how the story was fine. I enjoyed it. Could kind of be good or bad. Like, it was fine. Like, I probably won't remember it in a few few days. Like, yeah, I can see how that can be taken as it wasn't it wasn't bad. So it's good. <laughs> but it, it didn't blow my socks off. So it was bad. Kind of a thing. like, I, I, I get that. It was Wait. one of those as the like, as you start the game and I'm just like, oh, my God, this is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And the the metaphor of like the the whole you have to balance yourself and all this i'm like okay i'm in like i'm paying attention for better or worse so i feel like if they 
if they didn't go that hard in the first hour, then like I wouldn't have set my expectations so high. I feel like the first hour does such a good job of setting the tone. I totally yeah. agree. That, that just backs up my, my theory in a sense where it's like, they, I think they really knew what game they were making. I think they were mm-hmm. very present, present-minded when, for this title because like, the way they tell the story is kind of like, they don't shove anything down your throat in any way. Uh, they know the combat was weak, so they really lean into the visuals on the trailers, and they really lean into the the visuals from like the like interstitials that like how you put it, Brett. Like I, I think they were very conscious uh, conscious of this product. I just feel like maybe do a little more work on the combat, or maybe have some like killer cutscenes or something that really make this moment for for this character development that wasn't there. <laughs> like if you maybe if you because I I think really good cutscenes. I hate to say it can save a story because. There are moments where, like, this is very nerdy, but in anime, when there's a hype-ass moment, this character that I did not give give two shits about, I suddenly care about. I think mm-hmm. of my hero and, and Endeavor. Good. Endeavor is his moment when he kills the thing in the sky. And, like, I was like, I suddenly give a shit about this yep. dude. I hate this. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I, I think a killer cutscene, or at least some kind of development that's portrayed well, can save a story, in a sense. Like, we got we got this one moment, so you know what? Cool with it. But that, mm-hmm. that never, it doesn't, from what I experienced it, from what you're telling me, that I don't feel like that ever happened. Um, voice acting was very good, I'd say. Just throwing it out there. I, I, oh, yeah. The yeah. Voice acting was fantastic from beginning to end. Yeah, because it was in all Japanese, but I, you know, yeah, it sounded good, I guess. I um, mean, the the yeah. screams from, like, the soundtrack, like, they're not soundtrack, but like the not just, ambient noises, just the, <laughs> the screaming villagers in the background. Um, at one point, I like paused the game and went to the bathroom and came back. And my girlfriend was like, "Please stop this noise! Like it's it's really <laughs> upsetting." It this and I I had this thought when I was playing it, and this I actually like mean this in a good way. It reminded me of like Spider Man Two on P, on DS. Like that two D, that two point five D game where like you move left and right, but then you can go up and down a little bit, and like the repeated like guys screaming and like all those like like this game is obviously much more technically intricate than that, but it, it reminded me of like this sim- simplistic game with like a a layer of like triple A like juice on it, if that makes sense. The atmosphere is there. Like, I feel like I've been pretty down on the game so far, but, like, the atmosphere is there. If you want to exist in this space for six to seven hours, then, like, that it's going to let you exist in that space. Yeah. Um, uh, Next, I want... I I, I, I was reading some stuff online about this. Also, just in general, like, whenever you do a review, like, I had these thoughts in my general score, and then I looked at all the reviews online, I'm like, oh, like, I'm, like, right in line with everybody else. So I was like, okay, like... That can be bad or good, depending on how you look at it. But I was like, okay, interesting, interesting. But with the performance, um, again, I played on Series S, so did you both. Austin, you were on PS5. For me, I, I was reading online, there were some people having issues with like the performance and, and glitches and stuff like that. I didn't have any of that. And it yeah. it, it, it felt like a locked 4K60 um, on the Series S. Like it, it felt perfect the whole way. I think the only thing I can even remotely relate to this is there was one time the subtitles just stopped <laughs> and I was like, cool, <laughs> just listening to Japanese. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There were a few times where the audio just completely cut out, Ooh, like a, a few times. And it, initially it was, oh, one line of dialogue just didn't come through, but we still have the sound effects and the, the music. Okay, that's fine. 
and then during combat all the audio cut out and i was like that's not oh. good and then later it was like uh not 50 50 but like 70 30 that the audio would be there um either the dialogue the background music or both like it was that's upsetting i i never experienced that the only thing i had was that subtitle one but yeah if the audio is cutting out like that i i hate when that happens like i know it's kind of a it can, it can be a minor thing but like for me i'm like i needed i need to reload this like i can't <laughs> I mean, I was holding on to the voice acting toward the end. I was like, I, I need to hear this, please. Some some dopamine, please release me. Um, and then uh, my last like good little uh, thing, like takeaway was like the the real world Japanese like history that they sprinkled in throughout the collectibles, like the Shinto mythology. Um, I thought that was super cool. Every time I got a collectible, I was like, oh, there's, you know, uh, we're so used to like, like I, you know, Moon Knight just came out, and most people are familiar with like the Egyptian mythology and all the different gods and stuff like that. I didn't know nothing about like Shinto mythology and everything like that, so it was super dope to like learn that there were specific like gods and deities and stuff that fulfilled like you know the normal roles of any pantheon. And so I was like, okay, this yokai does this, like that's super cool. I felt like. It was a nice little touch uh, of again with the atmosphere and the presentation. I I, I really enjoyed that. What, what about you guys? Did you enjoy that um, or not really? I agree that those two things go hand in hand. That the atmosphere does like it. it they complement each other in that way. I know for me personally, I'm a terrible human being. I literally go to it. I get the explanation mark off of it, and then I leave. <laughs> I'm like, get out of here. Okay, I did all these things. Okay, I'm leaving. And I go back to the gameplay. But that's just me. I don't do that for every game. It really is like a fifty fifty thing. Where at. I think I always start, like, I'll read the first couple, I'll get in there, and then I, at one point I just stop, and I don't even think about it. It's just the exclamation mark, get that off, get it off, like, I don't want that, that little cursor next to the thing, and I, that's it. That's how, I, that's how I play, and that's how I played this one. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think that the few that I did read were well-written. Um, I'm just not a collectibles person. It's, it's not anything to, you know, not shitting on the game itself, just it's not a me thing. Like, I love yeah. Batman, I never went after the Riddler trophies. Gotcha, gotcha. I think it's interesting when games do have collectibles. Like, I like that that aspect of any game. Because mm -hmm. if you're really into a game, like, I'm, I've spoken a thousand times about Fallout. When I find literally any little weapon or any little, like, piece of armor that it's, like, a legendary or whatever, I read every little thing I can on that, and then I go to, like, a forum, and I'm like, I got this thing. Like, I, what does this do? Like, I, I love that shit. Yeah, and again, the nature of collecting them were super easy. Like, yeah. When I play through this game again, like I'll just have the list up, and because the game is so linear, you're not like mm -hmm. having to go out of your way to find something or do something annoying. Like they're all like right there in those spots. So, um, yeah, and that, for... that again goes off to like I, I, they're very conscious of the product. Like I think because you can kind of get lost at times, like you don't really know what's going on, and there's like one or two paths. I think they made it very simple to find these things. There was one time I did walk past something. And then I died and I went back to like my last checkpoint and right by that checkpoint, there's a thing I missed. And I'm like, huh, I need to like actually try to find this stuff. And ever since then, I was just like doing the thing where I'm like every little just trying to see if there's a path going back and forth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So, yeah, going to the recommendation. Hmm. Uh, now, this just uh, part of the discussion, again, is very colored by my personal experience. And as it should be, you're the lead reviewer. So. You are the yeah. one giving it the score. Fortunately, yeah, no, reviews are not objective to anyone listening. That's like, <laughs> well, this is the factual. <laughs> Thank you for giving us that credibility, but it's not. We, it's not that. Well, I, I, I wanted to bring it up because again, Bo, you played on Xbox. Austin, you played on PS5. So I played this 
on Xbox, yeah, via Game Pass, as I'm sure you did too, Bo. Yep. Uh, I, I I didn't know it was on Game Pass, so I bought the game. I'm like, oh. so Austin, yeah, yeah, Austin was in the our Discord group. I'll chat. support an indie dev. I'm okay with that. So Austin, you dropped twenty bones on this game. What are you? 20? What are you? Yeah, twenty. Okay. Um, what what's your recommendation based off of you actually dropping a uh, actual money on it? Um. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if it's worth $20. I don't think it's an outrageous price. I don't think $20 is like, Poof! like no way in a million years should, should it be $20. I, I think if they made this like $12.99, I think that's, I think that's great. I think $12.99 works. I, I think it, you get a lot out of that for $12.99 because it's like what, a seven, eight hour game. And there, there's things to love here in this game. I, so recommendation, wait for a sale, <laughs> I guess. Um, but like, there's a caveat on this because like if you're really into samurai games or you're really into samurai period, if you're really into art, if you're really into like the aesthetic of this or the atmosphere, like I think $20 would be like, whew, totally like I'll, I'll drop that. And I, and I think you would find something to enjoy here and it'll feel worth your $20. If you're into that kind of stuff, go for it. If you're on the fence, I think you should wait. Yeah. But what about you? You now you play this on game pass. Do you recommend people downloading it on game pass at all? Let me let me um, add, let me add one more caveat. My recommendation is to play it on Game Pass. Yeah, <laughs> that's my recommendation. Okay. <laughs> yeah, or I mean, I, I agree with Austin. If you're really really into this stuff, and I I would say I am into samurai. I am I like artsy games, um, but I don't make it my bread and butter. So like, am I the target market for this? Kind of. If you're if you. If you've listened to everything I've said and been like, oh, well, I won't mind that, then yeah, go for it. Like, I think there are moments in this game that are definitely worth the price of downloading. It's like, what, eight gigabytes? So, like, yeah. if, you, if you're that hung up on space, then, like, no, I would say don't. But, like, if you have the space and you're interested, if you've made it this far and you're just looking for a reason to play it, play it. Like, any honestly, any anything on Game Pass, if you are interested in it, play it. And then if you're not interested... Just uninstall and then yep. download it later if you really want to. I do that um, often. I'm like, I'll I give would this say, go, play it for a half hour. Nope. <laughs> and, yeah. then I'm, and then I bounce. And every once in a while, I'll be like, I did actually kind of like this one level in this game. Let me go back to that for a little bit. Let's I'm going to shout out a random game on this review. Dodgeball Academia. Do you guys know this game? I never it's played it. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty. Fr I didn't beat it, and I, and I feel bad about it. But, but play that game. If, if it's still on Game Pass, play that game. Okay, back to Chuck Yomi. The one... I feel hypocritical for being so negative on the game thus far. I will say, if they announced a Trek to Yomi 2, I would keep an eye out. Because I feel like if all of the criticism has been fairly consistent on games pretty as hell, just not that fun to play, if they put, or or like Austin said, if they went further into the paranormal, um, I'd be very interested to see what they do next. Like if yeah, they just... Sorry, if they did no, like a it. DLC pack, which was horror themed in a way where like they really leaned into it for like two or three chapters, I think that'd be interesting. I think I would be right there front row. Like I'm, I'm ready to buy this game immediately or hopefully on Game Pass. But yeah, I think I, I, if like you said, if they take the criticisms and they kind of focus in and hone that for a sequel, hell yeah, I'm in for that. I totally agree with that statement. Awesome, awesome. So yeah, my personal recommendation, I think via Game Pass, I think it's an easy yes. I mean, 
you can, depending on, you know, your, your lifestyle, like you could either binge this out in one or maybe two like sessions, or if, you know, you're a parent or, you know, you have just a lot of real world responsibilities, you could play a chapter a day or whatever for an hour or some change. And, um, I think because of the nature of the game, like, and it's so short, I think, yeah, because it's not too much buy-in for somebody to get invested into this game. Um, I, I do, sorry, I do think it's worth mentioning that if you really just want to experience this game, the easy mode is really easy. And you can probably yeah. just breeze through it. Like, if you really just want to play it, get the atmosphere, get the, the aesthetic, and just kind of experience the story in a way, I think playing it on easy would be fine. Like, I, 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 don't, I wouldn't fault anyone for doing that. Yeah, and, and that's like, just based off of my normal playthrough, let alone easy, just to fully get immersed into the world and the story and everything like that. Um, ironically enough, I had no idea how much this game cost because as soon as we were discussing this and I'm like, oh, Game Pass, boom, don't even need to worry about it, I'm in. Uh, I was like, initially, like when I saw it was $20, I was like a little relieved because I was like, if this was like 50 or 60, I would have been like, whew, like, uh, I don't know if I could like recommend someone to drop 60 bucks like day one. Now, granted, even with it being 20, 20 is not too bad. Like if somebody was like, you have to spend $20 for this game right now. I'd be like, okay, here you go. But yeah, I don't, I don't think it's outrageous. I just think that there's, a, there is a better no. price, like a, but, but yeah, $20, I, I think. And, once, and I once know, again, I'm, I'm beating a dead horse here. I think they, they really know their product yeah. and I, and they shipped it with the right, with the correct price with they they tried to complement certain aspects with something else because they knew that this is this is like lower quality so we're going to really lean into the aesthetic like i've said this enough times but i think you get it <laughs> yeah also the and, devolver name have we mentioned that yeah, uh, yeah like devolver I, devolver published it yep i went in with a certain level of not that the trust has been broken or that devolver needs to get fucking video game canceled or whatever but like <laughs> i i do look at their games with a certain level of Sure. Not to the same level as Nintendo, but like if something has the Nintendo seal, then like at least a certain level of QA has gone through. Like at least there's some level of quality to the game, and there it's it's it doesn't lack in quality. It's just not my taste, I guess. I'll, I'll shut up. Yeah. Um. And then yeah. Go. So going off of Flying Wild Hog, like they've only made like three or four games before this. Three of them are Shadow Warrior games. So I don't know if y'all have played those. Um, but this game has, yeah, this game has a 73 on op open critic and then all their shadow warrior games have like 69, 70s, stuff like that. So, um, knowing that, like, after I looked up all that stuff, after I played the game, I'm like, okay, like once you kind of know the pedigree of a studio, you kind of like your expectations get reset. And so I was mm -hmm. like, okay, like I've never, I've never played a shadow warrior game. I downloaded a couple on like games with gold or something in the past. Uh, but just I mean, it, knowing... it got it got two sequels, right? That's got to mean something, right? Yeah, yeah. Before Game Pass and and things like that, so um, yeah, this feels like a perfect like you know middle of the road title. Um, and uh, yeah, twenty bucks. Like I wouldn't be too broken up about recommending that. I think what you said, Austin, is perfect. Like once it goes on that sale, like eight to twelve buck range, I think is definitely more of a yes just going back to like how dissectable this game is with the chapters, how short it is. So it's not too much of a buy-in and, and I know money means something different to everybody, but you know, 20 bucks for an eight hour game. That's like, you know, 
what's the math on that? Like, you know, a couple bucks an hour. So I feel like the, and it's replayable. Like I, yes. I am as low on this game as I am in the back of my head. I'm considering doing the one shot kill run. Yeah. Like the hardest difficulty. Cause if, <laughs> if that adds something to the game, maybe that's how you're supposed to play the game. I don't know, but like, you could find welcome, out if you played it back and he's like, Oh my God, this game's a yeah. 10. Play it on one shot. <laughs> I, I do want to try that mode too, just because again, with the rhythm of the combat being so hit or miss for me, like sometimes I was like, Oh, I need to be more aggressive here. Other times I was like, Oh, I have to be super conservative. Whereas you're playing the one shot mode. It's like, okay, like you really got to like lock in and pay attention and having that cadence throughout the entire game might really change it up on how you feel about the the, the combat and, and the pacing of the game. Totally. Yeah. Those are your thoughts? Is that Those everything? Thoughts, yes. Okay. Yeah, I think... So yeah, you got the recommendation. $20, not outrageous. Uh, we think, uh, wait wait for a sale. I think, yep. that's, I think that's a good way to end the review. So. Yeah. Alec, in the ether, are you there, Alec? Yes. Do you think we did well on this review? I think so. <laughs> Alec hasn't played the game, so I, I think it'd no. be really funny if I asked him, what do you think of Trek to Yomi, but I won't. Yeah, Alec, He's already Alec got a Trek to Yomi tattoo. He's just <laughs> fully dedicated. He's applied to the studio three times in the past. This time they're going <laughs> to... I will uh, say... Alec secretly cool has played this game like eight times. Like, I'll say one cool fact I did see about this game is that they actually brought in a historian to be like factually accurate to the time and whatnot. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like reading... like. It was one of the little collectibles of like this, like poison ring that, that like ninjas and samurai or, or Ronin or whatever used to wear back in the day. That like you got nicked by it, you were like good as dead. And I was like, that is so Jeez. cool that like that was a thing, <laughs> even though it's very horrible. I was like, brutal. I was like, of course, <laughs> of course, you would have like this indistinguishable like little ring, and so you're in a scuffle, and you just you just get them real quick, and even if you lose, you know they're gonna be dead eight hours later. Like I was like cool i was like neat very that's such cool a little like 10 year old austin thing like wow that's terrible dope <laughs> yeah. yeah or your uh isayama or whoever wrote attack on titan because that's pretty much what happens in i'm not going to spoil who or what or when but that style of ring is used um mm -hmm. in a very oh, popular yeah. anime yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so i do have one closing question it's not an it's not an important question I didn't ever see any splashes of red, and I really wanted to see. Like, I wanted the only color to be red, not even necessarily blood. Like, that would be a great use of it, but like, I just wanted that splash of red here and there. Does it ever happen? No, I. <laughs> yeah, spoilers. No, I was hoping that at some point, like, especially when we went to Yomi, I was like, "Oh, this is when they could get weird with it," and they don't. Like, they're they're very consistent with their their style. And I, I appreciate that, but I was also still left wanting. Yeah, so that uh, uh, question on that, like, would you guys have preferred this game be in full color or have the option to or stylized color like you're talking about, Austin, with blood? Or do you guys like how they committed wholesale to this black and white Kurosawa-like vibe? I think I'm, I think I'm torn on that because I, I, I love the them committing to their image like i'm always for that and i think that the image they made is still really really it, it looks damn good and i think if they would have had anything else i think i just want splashes of red like i already said i just want maybe red on the blood and you can turn that off because I, I get that and because i, I could have swore in a trailer i saw like a neon pink on like something but i 
and I think that would have been dope. Like you go into like the like on your way to Yomi, like the the spirit realm or whatever you want to call it. Like I think seeing weird neon colors would have really made it stand out a little bit. And it's only like subtle, like subtle colors, like in in the distance or whatever, or in certain enemies or whatever. But I think overall, I'm okay with them not having color. I just think my personal preference would have been splashes of red here and there for stuff. Mm. I agree. Yeah. I agree, especially when. I hate making the comparison, but with Ghost of Tsushima's Kurosawa mode, like I remember turning that on and thinking, this is really cool, but then turning it off because the colors were just so much better. Like, Aim. yeah. Whereas in Trek to Yomi, I feel like they knew from the beginning this, and I don't know this, but I assume that it was going to be this black and white style. So they kind of probably, there was probably a lot of like textures that would have been changed if it were in color because yeah. you needed certain levels of reflection to have whatever vibe you need the fire to come off with a certain glow like i i feel like if they did invest the time to make it look good in color and then you take that away like even if it still looks as good like if it's the exact same game the exact same framing just with color i would almost by default feel like i should play it in color um but it's so special in black and white so i i feel like they should have stuck with black and white yeah yeah, like I said earlier, the visuals more often than not, the black and white work for me. There's only a handful of times with uh uh like pathing and, and yeah, a couple of the fights where I was like, what, what's going on here? So yeah, I I feel like that paid off. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So thanks for checking out our review of Trek Yomi. Make sure to check out that TikTok later on. Uh do do some likes, do some shares, do some comments, uh, all that stuff. Uh follow follow on tiktok not subscribe yeah that's right i'm, I'm on top of things all right i'm gonna wave goodbye to the camera thanks for checking it out bye-bye